there's a Randy Savage uh, tidbit uh, where they would they would film these uh, like local promos for each market. Like you know we're coming to Des Moines next week mm. or next Tuesday or whatever, and uh, they were they're just running through all of them. And it's like okay, Randy, you're gonna be in Poughkeepsie. Uh, you got 15 seconds. Thinking, 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 thinking about what I'm going to do to Hulk Hogan, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. Randy, you're going to be in Birmingham. You got 30 seconds. Thinking, thinking, think. Like he would just say the same thing, but just stretch it out to double the way. <laughs> just say it slower. I love you. Fu- <coughs> Phoning in a big personality is hilarious to me. It's like the exact opposite. That's <laughs> awesome. what I'd say if I was going to be in Birmingham. Thinking, thinking, thinking. What I'm going to do to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> likes movies? You like movies? Me. Matt, do you like movies? Uh, I wouldn't say I like them. I've seen a few. Corey, do you like uh, movies? Well, I've always been. I've always wanted to. <laughs> I was just been. I never know where to start. Or everyone likes movies. <laughs> Shut up. So <laughs> you guys like movies so much that uh, I am well aware of your professional careers as movie producers. And boy, mm. have I got some pitches for you! Right. So, like, I'm look. I'm I'm a big picture guy. I'm not hammering out the details. I've got six. Count them. Six movie pitches. Uh, you guys are gonna each choose one of the six, uh, and then we'll flesh them out a little bit further. So you pick whichever one you want to produce. And obviously, okay. you know, we're thinking of franchise opportunities. We got to get to that eleventh movie. That's where the money really starts to roll in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call that traction, right? That's why few movie uh, m- movie franchises have been more successful than Police Academy. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, <laughs> well, they didn't get to they didn't get to eleven. They only got to seven. Oh, that's why yeah. they haven't made money. <laughs> Never well, got traction. That's why they say the candle that burns bri- yeah. twice as bright burns half as long. It just didn't make mm-hmm. it there. Yep. That's why Jim Varney died early, because he made 11 Ernest movies. <laughs> uh, so I've got got some pitches. You're going to pick one, and then we'll spend a little bit of time fleshing out each one, and then we'll decide which movie is going to make the most money. So uh, my first pitch here, getting right into it, uh, Helicopter Wars. In the far-flung Ooh. future of the year 1999 A.D., all wars are fought using armies of soldiers flying single-person helicopters, which stands for Human Encasement Computer-Aided Soldier Machines. <laughs> hold on. number two. Okay. Hold, hold, hold on. Sorry, can you, you give it? me that again? Human Encasement... Human Encasement Computer-Aided Soldier Machines. <laughs> Computer aided soldier machines that had, but that's helicopter. Sorry, we'll, we'll get to, whatever, whatever. Okay, all right, I'm good. I like it. Yeah, it's bio sanitation battalion. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ooh, are we doing a Bob reboot? Wars. If you could sell that as a helicopter. <laughs> so, movie number two. No helicopter left behind. 
<laughs> Two super spies are tasked with using their high-tech helicopters to sneak into Fort Knox and free the president's emeralds that are being held by a general gone rogue. <laughs> My God. Uh, we'll get there, but I'm just, I can't wait to find out who's playing the general. Movie number three. Too Fast, Two Helicopters. A slick, sexy look into the underground world of street helicopter racing. <laughs> Movie number okay. four. Copter Cops. Two police officers take the fight against crime to the skies. Then they realize that nearly every single crime ever committed happens on the ground, so they patrol their beat from the comfort of two sweet-ass choppers. <laughs> oh, that, what was that one's name again? Just give that to me one more time. Copter cops. Yeah, that's what it was. Has to be said like that. By the way, I said there were six. Count them six. Apparently, I wrote seven. Count them seven. So there's a seventh <laughs> one that I hadn't even realized Bonus. that I wrote. If you write four more, we could. We have eleven, and we could. We've got ourselves. <laughs> we're already there. <laughs> I don't know how we would tie them together into one series. Uh, there's yeah, yeah. There's actually there's not a single thread we could. <laughs> we need a common thread. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Call it a through line. Ooh. Next movie. Satan's Rotors. A boy is born whose father is none other than old Scratch himself. He grows up and realizes he has been given the unholy power to control helicopters with his mind. It's uh, a real thought piece. Next one. Legend of the Helicopters. A tale of swords and sorcery and helicopters. This movie follows the journey of legendary hero Chopper, a hulking, greased-up helicopter rippling with abs, <laughs> on his quest to find the legendary golden gyroscope. <sighs> yeah, you broke that. The helicopter's got some sweet abs. Is ripped. I can picture the long Just oh, shredded. Oh. oh, look at the abs yeah. on that copter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and of course, our seventh and final movie, Hamlet 4, Not Without My Helicopter. <laughs> Hamlet, or somebody else, it really doesn't matter, is a pilot of a space helicopter battling the forces of the Black Brood, an evil race of flying space creatures bent on colonizing the galaxy. Wow. Look, I just, I gotta say, that one is fantastic. It already starts at Hamlet 4, which gets us close to 11. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it's going to be hard to say Hamlet 4 Part 2, Hamlet 4 Part 3, Hamlet 4 Part 4. Um, this, isn't, this is, this well, is that's not... Let's continue uh, with the Hamlet franchise that we've already established. Yeah. I don't think that we can break this into 11 pieces. This is not The Hobbit. Um, <laughs> uh, still by the way, I, I, I love it, but I don't think I can do... Do we... Uh, not without my helicopter. So we already have established 1 through 3? Yes, in, pre in previous episodes. Hamlet 2, Arctic Commando, Hamlet 3, My Summer Vacation. My Summer, okay. And Hamlet 1 was just Hamlet. And Hamlet 1 was, is Hamlet, yes. Okay. <laughs> Starring Sir Lawrence Olivier. Or Hamlet 1. I'm with you, Ben. I think uh, on one hand, we can drag in all those English nerds into the lit majors uh, with, with the Hamlet franchise, but um, it is going to be, be hard to... Uh, really expand, you know, that universe all the way to 11. 
Uh, I, I hate to break the fourth wall here, guys, but uh, mm-hmm. legally, if we, how many Hamlets do we make before we get residuals on Hamlet One? <laughs> we can get copyright <laughs> money from the actual Hamlet by making enough sequels to it. That—that's the Disney business model, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, guys. It, we yeah. would only have to do it to where our Hamlet would be a more recognizable name than that one. Yeah, yep. simple. Put two M's or two T's. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Back to the show. Back to the I, show. I think by uh, you know you get to, by the time you get to like Hamlet, Hamlet seven in great in in high schools they'll be like teaching Shakespeare as if it was a novelization of the movie yes. franchise that we we haven't seen I the free so. legal advice movies of Romeo and Juliet or a Midsummer's Night Dream, a Midsummer mm-hmm. Night's Dream, but uh, but they pretty much invented it, yeah. Yeah, we, we wrote The Winter's Tale, Merchant of Venice. We wrote them all. Yeah. Huh. So, Helicopter Wars. Mm-hmm. Very promising. Yes. Um, and by the way, this is a free-for-all. Whoever, you know, just, you can call dibs whenever you want. Now, I don't want okay. to glom them all together, but my only question is, do we have to pick? You have to pick I one? know what I want to produce first. How about that? I know what okay. I want to produce first. No helicopter left behind. Damn it. Where they sneak into Fort Knox to steal the president's the <laughs> in their emeralds. helicopters to in retrieve their, well, the emeralds. Yes, the helicopters have to sneak into Fort Knox. Do you think we can do like um, like a big like movie stunt? Can we make? Can we use the actual president's emeralds in the shooting of this? Get like some Tom Cruise shit going on here. We could. That's free marketing, that, baby. Mm-hmm. That's I free mean, marketing for the United States. Right. Yeah. Like that president is selling emeralds just like instead of Crystal Skull Vodka, he's selling emeralds. So the president gets some ad placement <laughs> in this too. Now, nice. they they are stealing the diamonds on behalf of the president, right? Emeralds. Because the, because they the commander... They are the president's emeralds, but they have been stolen by a general gone rogue. He is holed up in Fort Knox with them, and we need Can to the president's them. emeralds be like Charlie's Angels and just be a bunch of hot chicks in like green can, bikinis? They're all Irish. I wrote down some words, and you can interpret them however you want, just like our listeners' questions. Just like we do with listener topics. I've got a Mm -hmm. screenwriter that can turn anyone into a redheaded Irish woman in a vault, so. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Ben's doing that one. Good. So you got to start thinking of some, we got to start fleshing that one out. But first, you know, we got to get the other two make their choice. I'm I'm going dibs on uh, Too Fast, Too Helicopter. Okay. I, I feel like, and I don't it's know. It's the sequel I don't to a, One Fast, One Helicopters, by the way. <laughs> Brilliant. I've already, I've already, I'm already one step closer then. Uh, I, I have nothing to base this on. I just feel like there is a market for that type of franchise out mm-hmm. there because certainly it's not, you know, in any way, shape, or form related to or no. taking intellectual property from. To be honest, I don't see any potential in it, but maybe, you know. If, I mean, if uh, you think there's, an, I, you, I, you got I, that eye. You're the producer. I'm just the big, I'm just the I, idea I, I got a hunch. By the way, I like bringing an idea to the pitch meeting that you see no potential in. None. That's, uh, yeah. that's not my job to see potential. That's, that's not my job. <laughs> if it were, I'd be in your seat, and you'd be you'd be pitching me movies. There you go. <laughs> so, Corey, you got uh, got any favorites? Well, I tell you what. I thought we were all going to work on one, and once we started picking them, I was like, I should have paid a little bit more attention. <laughs> but there's I, can, no, I can give them a rundown again. I wouldn't. I wouldn't need it. It'd be useless because regardless of what you said, say, or will say, the only time, the only thing I ever shot in these meetings is Satan's rotors. <laughs> yes, I was hoping someone would pick Satan's rotors. I'm surprised all you right. didn't. I was confused. I was like, well, if we're all working on one. Why didn't anyone pick Satan's rotors? <laughs> Which we don't even need to remember the flavor. Right there. 
We don't even need to remember the flavor text Grant's going to read again to help us remember. Mm -hmm. We don't need to. Yes. But just to hammer home, a boy is born whose father is none other than Old Scratch himself. He grows up and realizes he has been given the unholy power to control helicopters with his mind. Sorry, I, I, I misremembered it slightly. I thought his dad was a helicopter. <laughs> I was like, how does the same part happen again? Okay. No, old scratch. I, I jotted down notes very quickly, and I can't read my handwriting. And I, I for that, I thought it said Santa's rotors. And I was like, Christmas movie? I don't remember that one. Could, it, we could, it, that we would can, require a very minor rewrite. Why did they market this to children? <laughs> Uh, I, I do want to, I'm sticking with Too Fast, Too Helicopter, but I do want to say I was really thinking about Helicopter Wars, something about that dystopian 1999 mm. future that uh, that really kind of, I, I think audiences uh, probably really can't imagine some, I, yeah. I, I like it, I was just worried that audiences wouldn't be able to imagine something that far It's out. a little far-fetched. It might but, be a little know. too real, it gives me chills. So, uh... Does anyone have any ideas for how they want to start fleshing out their movie? And of Ooh. course, you know, we can all feel free to pitch in ideas. We're all yes. we're all working for the same. We're all working for RKO here, you know. Uh, right. <laughs> I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Mm-hmm. I produce your back, you produce mine. You executive <laughs> produce mine. <laughs> I executive produce. Or no, I executive. Or no, I co co executive <laughs> produce your back. You co executive produce mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to go the uh, the the route of least work. Um, so uh-huh. uh, the easiest thing to get through any budget meeting is going to be a horror movie. They just give you some money and expect something back. Sometimes they don't mm-hmm. expect anything back. So horror movie it is. <laughs> uh, what right. I like about Satan's Road. So really, if we come up with a movie, we're already ahead. Right. And holding the script here, I see it's probably 127 pages thick. Thick enough. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so, thick enough. So we'll just shoot whatever this is. And the nice thing about it being thick enough, I also have another script here with the word Satan on it, crossed out. This one says Rotor Starter, which is a Stephen King <laughs> helicopter kind of uh, thing going on. It's essentially the same movie. So I'm going to move on from there. All I got to do is recast it, this is, bitch. It's the same movie, but it's written by someone with a higher price tag. Right, exactly. Me, so. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, so this is beautiful. So... Um, um, I'm getting. I'm going right into production on Satan's rotors. Now, are you, are you worried that it's uh, some? The reason I, I've kind of stayed away from the the horror market. I I, I feel like. Uh, how are you playing this one up? Is it like a? Is there? Is it thriller? Is it? Is it a combo? What I'm going for is um, in a rapidly uh, uh, declining world that's uh, more and more numb to suffering every day. I'm hoping that I start as a horror movie. But like six months from now, we're seeing these on planes. Um, <laughs> so it, it's got to be something that can be like tongue in cheek, but also topical. So uh, definitely, definitely, I want a lot of uh, presidents decapitated by um, helicopters. Uh, interesting. And children. Interesting. And birds uh, and dolphins. <laughs> Not in that so, order, though. Not in that order. So you're though, imagining but... the child will solve all of his or her problems. Uh, well, I said it was a boy, so his problems. With decapitations. What we're going to do is uh, we're going to approach decapitation as an option in every scene. And maybe by the end we've learned something. And maybe by and the we'll end... we'll pick that option. Right. And then maybe by the end there'll be a bunch of headless horses. Who knows? <laughs> so teacher breathing down your neck. Too much homework. Exactly. Bam. 
Got the head off that homework. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, that's M Night Shyamalan right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Decapi- decapitate them all. Everything. To a man with rotors, every problem every- is solved by decapitation. <laughs> Looks like a neck. Yes. Right. Every, yeah. <laughs> when your only tool is controlling uh, helicopters with your mind, every problem looks like something that could have its head cut off with rotors. <laughs> it's going to be hard to get that on the poster, but that's our tagline. I think it's catchy, though. I think that's, it's catchy. That's our tagline. So uh, we, I think we got a good foundation there with Satan's rotors. Uh, we got any other ideas here for any other films? Yeah, I think I'm going to take a stab at, at all 11. Um, Ooh, Maybe we can flesh out one of one or two of these um, a little bit more in depth, but just kind of spitballing because so this is uh, too fast, too helicopter. And, and did you say mm-hmm. there was already a, a? There's already a one fast, one helicopter. One fast, one helicopter. <laughs> so <laughs> just gonna kind of again, there's absolutely taking no inspiration from any other franchise Wikipedia page. I'm just going to <laughs> kind of go off the dome here. So we've got one fast, one mm-hmm. furious. Mm-hmm. Uh, too fast or no? So it was one fast, one helicopter. Yes, I don't know too where you're fast, getting serious from. Uh, two helicopter. Yes, the fast and the helicopter Okinawa drift. Ooh, I like that. The fourth one is just fast and helicopter. <laughs> the uh, fifth one is helicopter five. <laughs> Sixth one, Fast and Helicopter 6. I think kind of lose my mind. Don't ma- need to be creative here. with that sixth one. No seven one's expecting it. Seven is uh, Helicopter 7. Nice. Uh, eight is the fate of the helicopter. Ooh. Nine, H9. Because <laughs> they know by that point. Ten is a untitled 10th film, parentheses, TBA. <laughs> <laughs> and just spitballing here, and uh, I like it. It's very mysterious. And eleven, we call traction the helicopter oh. story. <laughs> nice, uh, that, that glowing golden idol of the eleventh movie in the series. But I feel like uh, it really allows us to explore the medium of a helicopter. Mm-hmm. So um, I think so. Some of the things, one of the things I liked about copter cops was that we we take the helicopters to the neighborhood patrol right yes um i i think after four or five movies the audience might tire a little bit of these copters kicking ass up in the up in the all of the drag racing they're going to be doing up in the clouds um so you know we can take it to the streets (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh six and you know by the time we get into six and seven we're uh underwater um and i think uh, by the time we get to the untitled 10th film, TBA, uh, helicopters in space. Ooh, nice. That's that's sort of playing off the Hamlet 4 with, with the space helicopter. Well, I, I think any good movie franchise, if, if you want to do it right, at some point you're, you're out in space. Am I right? Yeah. And again, this is that the literary references with the space helicopters from Hamlet 4, that'll really bring in the, that nerdy crowd. Bringing those lip majors. Hey, lip majors gotta eat popcorn too, right? Yeah. Am I right? Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Gotta eat popcorn. That's what lip majors mm-hmm. do. They gotta. That's the, the tagline <laughs> for the 11th uh, movie is eat that corn. Uh, so I, th- I think we got a pretty good handle on that on that franchise now. I like I like the way the way that's looking. Okay. Looking up. Uh, Matt, we may have some. Uh, 
some filming. We we'll have to work on our filming schedule. Okay. Um, I'm seeing for no helic no helicopter left behind where they sneak into Fort Knox to steal the president's emerald, steal mm-hmm. back the president's to steal protect back. the president. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, all the sexy ladies. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm seeing Jason Statham as one of the helicopters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, maybe our schedules will have to. Um, and then uh, the other helicopter is Chris Tucker. So I'm seeing those guys as the two helicopters who are going to s- sneak in. It's a classic black helicopter, white helicopter uh, tension <laughs> well, there. It's classic. You know, a little bit like more buddy film than like yeah. it's not. It's not about race. It's not about no, race but, with the the helicopters. Well, it's um, not. You know, they're not against each other. But you know, you get you get you get two flavors. You get you get both of them. You go both flavors of helicopters. Little com- little comedy relief there. The, the, mm-hmm. the Chris Tucker, the, they the Chris Tucker helicopter is a little bit more street smart. And uh, the Jason Statham helicopter, right. a little bit more uptight, but he has a, a British attitude. Mm-hmm. Right. So he has that, like, British by the book thing. And, he, and he's all, all hard-nosed, too, you know? So he's the helicopter that, like, pulls up, grabs the guard by his uh, vest, and he's like, uh, you know, uh, I can't do a Jason Statham accent, uh, but, you know, oi, what's the code? You know, and he's shaking <laughs> him down. And the Chris helicopter, uh, Chris Tucker helicopter, like, goes, hey, man! leave the keys under the doormat and he like you know he lifts it up and then it's like oh you know the door the door's open man come on yeah so he's street smart you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which the sorry the, 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 the you know the bless this mess uh doormat for the the fort knox which is where the key is to it i don't want to give that away <laughs> that we get in trouble with the fbi or anything like that um part of the way through though like the audience is shocked when they realize that there's been an operation, a surgery with mechanics to take the fronts of the helicopters and switch mm-hmm. them oh. <laughs> so their face comes off and now the helicopter, the Chris Tucker one that you're like, this looks like Chris Helicopter, Chris Helicopter, Tuck, Chris Hella Tucker. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's Jason Statham's voice coming oh, out of it. So, oh. so you're telling me, you're telling me. Jathan Statham, Jathan Statham, Statham helicopter takes off, and he's like, "Hey man, this ain't my collective plate." And it turns out it's Chris Tucker. <laughs> yep. Amazing. Yep, and he's standard and, switch. Ah, and Tucker is like, he's in the yeah, he's in the Statham helicopter, and he's like, uh, "How am I gonna land? Look at this tiny little rotor. You walk around with a tiny little rotor like this all the time." And and <laughs> uh, and, Scott, and, and in front of my linkage plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Just to you know, keep costs in mind. To uh, I love, I love the idea, but to take a to take the Chris Tucker helicopter and give it a Statham voice, that is not going to be cheap. That's uh, it's it's a little expensive when you get into the uh, the special effects. We tried the same exact thing on Crimson Tide in '95, and uh, it, it uh, <laughs> damn near bankrupt us. Uh, we. Well, well, we'll get to the budget. We tried we'll to, to give the, the Denzel Washington sub the Gene Hackman voice. <laughs> the Gene Hackman voice. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we, it didn't make it to... We, it damn near bankrupt us. We ended up having to use humans instead of uh, talking submarines. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I, and I, I've got a lot of big asks, so we'll see what we can do with this. Um, I'm thinking that I want um, not John Woo, but... Jet Lee uh, to do the fight choreography when these helicopters are really like doing their kung fu Ooh. and mm. using nunchucks. But they're being suspended and, by wires, though, right? 
Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of green that's screens. That's how they're up in the air. You know those ping pong balls and shit that they do mm. and the green screen stuff like yeah. that. But the, the nerds will sort this one out. Yeah. Um, but definitely, definitely a lot of kung fu action on these guards. Um, and, you know, sneaking through Fort Knox. The helicopter's, like, sneaking around corners and so on. Um, and at one point, they have to... Uh, it, it starts to be a problem because Statham's like, uh, fuck, like he's going off mission. He's going off mission and Tucker's like, what's up? And they're like, I found her. And his girlfriend's locked up in Fort Knox too. <gasps> no. And he wants, yes, exactly. Is she one of the Emeralds? Uh, no, it's a completely different hot chick. Um, <laughs> There's lots of hot chicks locked up in Fort Knox, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's the like latest Hollywood uh, starlet. Um, she's of course like in the prison like, in a bikini, of course. But she's, you know, they, they have to bust her out of jail, too. So you think the movie is going one way. Um, I mean, despite the, the the face-off part. But you think the movie's going one way. And then now it's also going to be to break her out of jail, too. Oh, and, interesting. And uh, now, now, it's, now it's serious. What, what, what I love most about this movie is it's just simple, right? Like, mm-hmm. anybody can understand this plot exactly. line. It's it a makes simple, sense. classic it's, story. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's a popcorn cruncher. Mm-hmm. It's really about moving that popcorn, as we it's all know. It's about moving that corn. <laughs> yeah. It's all about moving that corn. If it ain't yep. broke, don't fix it. Hey, mm-hmm. people ask me what I do at parties. I say shovel and corn. Shovel and corn. Shovel and corn. I'm a corn pusher. Yep, I'm a corn pusher, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to have a scene where the Jason Statham helicopter, voiced by Chris Tucker, is like, seducing uh, his girlfriend when they break him out. Oh, nice. Yes, yeah, absolutely. because he's like, hey, man, your girlfriend's pretty hot. Oh, that's, yeah. oh, wait, she's my girlfriend. You know. The Chris Tucker looking one kisses her, and then she's like, who the, she slaps yeah. him, you know? <laughs> it's me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Chris Tucker helicopter could have, like, uh, a, a hearing piece in, and, like, the Jason Statham helicopter has to talk him through... Uh, yes. ah, we throw yes. in Cyrano de Bergerac right, and we've right, got it right. again bringing in that lit crowd all them lit corn crunchers <laughs> perfect that's the, key demo. that's the key yep. demo <laughs> the lit major corn crusher corn crunchers <laughs> those, those lit corn uh, crunchers mm-hmm. it's a real yep. corn hand if you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you should yep. watch any movie if there's popcorn yep well, I think we've done a pretty good job of establishing three new 11-movie franchises. Uh, <laughs> and I, I can't do the math on how many movies that is, but it's a lot. Uh, it's that's a, a lot, lot of corn that we're moving. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a lot of green that we're raking in, so I'm pretty happy. Yeah. I'm happy, too. I, I think we pushed a lot of PC. Uh, <laughs> so, little Captain Travis, um Tell us, uh, how much would you pay for popcorn, uh, uh, Free Legal Advice branded popcorn? Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, if you want to see an amazing picture, you got to flip through <clears throat> where there's first one helicopter, that's Jason Statham. Then in the next one, it's Chris Tucker, but it's Jason Statham. You can check oh us out God. on Instagram. We're Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says... I live my life one helicopter at a time. <laughs> but also, for some reason, follow us on Twitter at Free Legal Pod. 
I've got that engraved on my gravestone. It's waiting for me. I say that all the time. Yep. And if you like the show, take that corn-hungry lit major you're dating to the movies and watch one of our movies. Take <laughs> around and see one of our movies like uh, uh, Satan's Rotors. Get that get that corn dumpster out to our theaters yeah. and fill her up. <laughs> if you like the show, refer to your lit major partner as the old corn dumpster. <laughs> She's a real corn dumpster, if you know what I'm saying. Green bin, if you know major. what I'm saying. If you, if you tell them it's yet another movie where helicopters switch faces, they'll be sure to go rushing <laughs> rushing to that that corn trough <laughs> classic 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 a classic bit episode 26 uh this sweet ass NBA Jam jacket. Whoa! It, it's like this white, like uh, like starter jacket sort of thing, and it has like a giant NBA Jam logo on the back, and it says like "Boom Shakalaka" on the arms or something. Oh, holy shit! And it's, That's awesome. It's, it's awesome, and it's loud as shit. <laughs> yes, like, it I, is loud. Yeah, uh, as a person who never talks to anyone, I spoke to absolutely every person in that bar because they came up. They're like, "Oh, you dude, where'd you get this?" Wearing car? it? Yeah, I wore it the whole oh, damn my. time. I'm gonna be mad if you didn't. No, I wore the whole thing. I after I after I like started smoking people, they're like, "God damn it, we should have known that uh, <laughs> the guy in the NBA Jam jacket, he, you know, some stranger shows up wearing an NBA Jam jacket. Of course, he's gonna crush people. Is it like a satin jacket or is yeah. it? It's not a satin. It's not. It's like, like that style. The, the like, but it's, that yeah, kind it's a of starter jacket. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but like shiny and smooth. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. So you come in. <laughs> wearing a fucking NBA Jam starter jacket mm. and then they're just like wait you know how to play yes I know how to play the fucking game I got a jacket about the game dude yeah uh, yeah they were they were blown away by the jacket <laughs> they they were also blown away by the fact that uh, like we came from Columbus for this thing like you drove two hours for this NBA Jam tournament <laughs> yeah. what the hell yeah uh, it's like also- hey we're gonna we're gonna play Hungry Hungry Hippos later <laughs> me and my uh, two daughters and uh, then and, a guy, a guy <laughs> drove from Indianapolis to Columbus. Dressed as a hippo. And then he just like beats the shit out of the table dressed like a super fast like, bow. Bam! Got it! And it's, then like, what the fuck? Wearing he, a Hungry Hungry Hippos jacket, too. He, and, and he rolls up in like the American Gladiators like ball, except it's like a marble. <laughs> it's not like the, the cage thing. It's a marble. That's, he rolls up in that, gets out. He's got the hippo yep. helmet on. Turn internet over.